0: Alrighty. So this week on the You Are Worth Knowing podcast, we're going to talk about fears. Lovely, right? So first question, have you heard of the 10 fears that are holding us all back in life? So yes, there's several lists out there. I'm sure that if you type in 10 fears holding us back or the 10 most common fears, you will get several lists and they're all pretty valid and on point, right? Um, But I'm not talking here about ophidiophobia, Let's see if i if I'm saying that correctly, which is the fear of snakes. Although I'm pretty sure if I did live in an environment where snakes would pop up at any second, I probably wouldn't be living my best life for sure. Now, yes, most of us can probably list one or two irrational fears, but generally speaking, those are not the ones that are getting in the way of living a happy and fulfilled life. Let's face it, your chances of running into a snake, if you're terrified of one, are pretty low, but your chances of being rejected by someone you know or that you like are much higher. As this topic came up and I was looking through some of the articles and the lists, I found one that really reflected social anxiety in various angles. And I thought it would be super relevant to connect the fears with social anxiety. And so this list comes from Lifehack. I am linking it in the show notes so you can check that one out. And you can make your own research and see if you find any other lists that are pertinent and that you can use in your journey as well to understand yourself better and to be more self-aware of the things that are holding you back. So in today's episode, I want to talk about the fears we run into almost daily, but most importantly, how they're tied directly to social anxiety. Welcome to the Your Worth Knowing podcast. I'm your host, Roxana Alexandru from Honest Rocks, and I am obsessed with social anxiety. After a decade of trying to figure out how to manage it on my own, I'm on a mission now to share every little insight I've gained along the way. Every week, we'll get just a little bit closer to unraveling the mystery of it so you can live the best version of yourself. Because you are worth knowing. Because as you'll see, these are the fears that are steadily chipping away at your chance to live your best life. If you pay too much attention to these fears and take them to heart the way that we do with irrational phobias, then you're only screwing yourself over. Now, as I was going through these fears, I realized that for the majority of the non-socially anxious people, they might run into one or two of these major fears once in a while. But if you have social anxiety, you're literally facing any of these universal fears at any given moment in time. So, of course, you are having a hard time Feeling debilitated day in and day out. The good news is that we can rationalize each one of them and find ways to manage these fears so they don't hold too much power over us. So, number one on the list is the fear of rejection. I don't think you are shocked. This encapsulates the social anxiety experience, right? So being rejected by co-workers, classmates, crushes, strangers due to saying or doing the wrong thing, or maybe not saying, and not doing anything also. It could go both ways. The second fear is the fear of failure. Does it feel like everything you do is a performance? Small talk or regular conversations, basically walking outside of your home? If every social interaction feels like you're performing, then by definition, you'll have expectations over it. And with expectations comes the fear of failing. Maybe you don't speak up in class because you're scared of saying something stupid, you're afraid of looking like a failure. Now, the third fear is the fear of uncertainty. And how this relates to social anxiety is that you don't know how a social interaction is going to go. And that can be paralyzing, especially, again, if you do have social anxiety. You might overanalyze all the potential outcomes or avoid situations where you can't predict the social dynamics, such as who will be there, what they will talk about, whether there will be conflict, so on and so forth. So you might say no to an unfamiliar event or place because you're not sure how to navigate the social setting. Number four is the fear of loneliness. So the desire to connect with others is innate. It's within us. But the fear of doing so and being pushed away because of X, Y, and Z can trigger your social anxiety. You might want to join an after-school club or the gym at work, but you don't because you're scared of the feelings that might come up and the realizations you might have If you do end up being by yourself and everyone else isn't, right, maybe there are inner cliques that are already made and you don't feel maybe welcomed to join them, that fear of loneliness can really take over. Number five, the fear of being judged. So this one is the most direct fear associated with social anxiety. It's that intense worry over people thinking negatively of you, even in their dreams. It's at the core, at the heart of social anxiety, and it runs deep. You might even feel self-conscious about eating in public because you're worried others will judge you on what you eat, how you eat it, and why you choose to eat what you eat. And this can really show up in absolutely any situation in your, in your life, making you just feel defeated from the get-go. Number six, the fear of change. Change, period. Do I need to add more to this? Listen, no matter how often you're going to hear that the only constant in life is change, it won't ever lessen the impact of it because change brings out social anxiety as you have to readjust to everything in your environment. New neighbors, new coworkers, new job, new dentist, new relationship, whatever the case may be. Number seven, the fear of loss of freedom. We can make any fear kind of related to social anxiety. And this one is no different. So have you ever been to a party where you didn't take your car and you carpooled and then your social anxiety kicked in while you were at that said party? and you felt trapped, unable to leave freely on your own, or maybe your parents forced you to talk to your extended family and be social at family gatherings, that's taking away your agency. So when you know you're going to end up in a situation like that, you might feel the fear of losing your freedom, which in turn could trigger your social anxiety because all you want to do is get out of there, but you know that you have to participate, making it extremely difficult to be present, thus enhancing your social anxiety. Number eight, fear of inadequacy. This is tied to the fear of being judged. So it's this feeling of feeling less than or not good enough in social situations. And it's a common worry. Maybe this fear keeps you from applying to leadership roles or speaking in front of people because you feel unworthy or incompetent. Fear number nine, the fear of bad things happening. This is really a general fear about anything. And we all walk around with this fear to some extent. It's just part of the human experience. Remember, we are on a floating, hurling rock in space. But in the context of social anxiety, a bad thing happening can be silence and awkwardness during a conversation. It could be a confrontation over a word that was said, being emotionally triggered and unable, and unable to hide, being the object of rumors, or unintentionally offending someone. The list is very long and... As someone who has had severe social anxiety, I catastrophize almost everything. And at any moment in time, I knew exactly all the bad things that could happen in any given situation. Number 10, the fear of getting hurt. Yes, this is, again, a general fear. That's why they're called universal fears. And it could mean anything. But in the context of social anxiety, you might not share your story or be vulnerable or ask questions because you're scared of the emotional hurt that can come from that, the thing with this fear is that it's a self-fulfilling prophecy, because if you avoid sharing thoughts or stories or experiences and you're avoiding getting closer to someone, you'll end up alienating them and getting hurt. So it's kind of counterproductive. Now, the reason why I wanted to share these 10 universal fears and associate them with social anxiety is because we, we tend to fall victims to almost all of them on a daily basis. And it's almost inhumane to experience all of these so frequently, right? They can really become a burden and they can really have a huge impact on your life. So if you're able to understand where they're coming from, when they show up, you will have a better chance at understanding how you can move away from them, how you can manage them and just not let them interfere with your daily activities, goals so on and so forth, because they have a sneaky way of seeping into our lives and really taking a hold of our well-being, right? So I wanted to really highlight these 10 fears in the context of social anxiety, which really explains why for many, many people with social anxiety, it can be really pronounced and intense because there is that underlying fear associated with it. So I just wanted to share that. So don't beat yourself up. If you feel like your social anxiety is really getting in the way in, in so many aspects of your life, because there, there's a reason why right that social anxiety comes attached with many, many things, ultimately boils down to toxic shame, which is something that needs to be deconstructed and understood. But that's, again, your journey to figure out how to do that. I'm just here to give you new insights, feed you information, strategies, so on and so forth. But the work has to be done on your end. I hope this was an insightful episode for you and that you have a couple of takeaways. You can always reach me at rocks at Honest Rocks or on any social media platform under the username Honest Rocks. Until next week, bye!